What's up? What was that, Jeff? It's, uh, Jack Black and Saving Silverman, I believe. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. I... Okay. Yes, I remember. Look at this guy. Jack Swagger. Isn't he in uh, AEW now? Uh, yeah, but he's got a new name. They... I remember one of the first episodes of AEW, they were chanting, uh, We the People. I think he's part. He's uh, he's Jericho's bodyguard essentially in AEW, and uh, Jericho just shut him up with some uh, some anti WWE statement of sorts. Yeah, I can't remember he, exactly what he just shut up the crowd. And they're like, oh, no, where he said uh, it was it's a bad gimmick. It was terrible from the beginning or something. Oh, that's it. It's yeah, bad creative. Yeah. He's, he's 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 spot on. That's. A, God-awful yeah. gimmick. This That's is... why it didn't last, Jack. Jackie was the ECW champ. ECW? In 2009. Oh, so he'd been in it for uh, a minute before we started watching then. Yeah, yeah. I take it back. Somehow <laughs> that gimmick ran in the Dark Ages. Yeah. Even flow. Start to rise like butterflies. You got to stuck in your head, Sauce? Well, you texted me that earlier. Yeah. You, well, you said, what's this guy's name? And I said, his name's Evan. And then I said, Evan Flo. <laughs> but uh, if somebody tells you they're a big Pearl Jam fan, what do you think? Uh, it depends on their age, really. Okay, so you give them a chance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if if they're anywhere over thirty-eight, present day, I'm gonna say okay, I can buy that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just think uh, I'm, if I'm... it has anything to do with Guitar Hero, which you'll get with some of the younger generation, because like. Uh, a couple Pearl, Pearl Jam songs, I think, including Evan Flow, are on uh, Guitar Hero. So, like, they get into it because they're rocking out, playing some eighth notes on a fake guitar. Yeah. I just, uh, when I hear that you're a big Pearl Jam fan, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I've met a couple, and they've been bad, a couple of bad seeds, Jeff. Bad hombres? Yeah, a couple of bad hombres. <laughs> So, uh, so what have you been doing, Jeff? I just got off work. A little uh, early work day by my standards. Yeah, that is pretty early. Oh, you went in early. Uh, noon. Okay. Noon to eight, uh, Mountain Time. So. I gotcha. Yeah, it's it's, it's nothing special. Back, back to back to the fruits and veggies, and fruits and veggies haven't changed. No. Although there was one lady, a sweet old lady, Eric, in a motorized car, with her. Uh, you know, you get the newspaper and you get those stupid ads slipped. At, well, no one gets the newspaper anymore. Pe- people who were born in the '80s or '90s. Remember getting the newspaper and you get all those ads slipped in the middle of your newspaper, especially on Sundays. Coupons? Coupons. Yeah, clipping coupons. 
But I mean, half the time there wouldn't even be coupons. They'd just be ads like, hey, this is on sale. Come check it out. And yeah. old people love this shit. Yeah. So I got this sweet old lady came up to me today. And uh, she's she's uh, got the, she busts out her little uh, ad book and uh, rifles. She can't find the right uh, section, of course, but she finally finds it after about a minute of searching with me just standing there waiting awkwardly. Yeah, she's like, here it is. The, these avocados say they're ninety-seven cents. Is this still on sale? And it says clearly in pretty big print, like I can read it, and I'm 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 blind. Yeah, you're terribly yeah. blind. Yeah, but uh, it says <laughs> June tenth through June sixteenth. Today is June thirteenth, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, that definitely applies. And she's looking at the price tag on the shelf, which says two for three instead of ninety seven cents. Oh, she's like, well, explain this, motherfucker. Yeah, and I'm just like, no, no, it's fine. It's, it's on sale. I thought that was the end of it. Because no. she put up a fight. I'm like, yeah, just go ring it out. It'll show up. It's not going to show up immediately, but it'll show up. She doesn't trust you. No, that's another thing, Eric. I thought that, that's just an average That's an average encounter for me. Like, people don't trust a damn thing in that store. As they shouldn't. <laughs> no. I don't know. I'm not making prices. Yeah. You're just like, you're just saying like, yeah, it should work. Go for it. Well, I did, I did check with the manager. Oh, well, you did more than most. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so she comes back and she's like, five minutes later, she comes back over to me. She's like, do you have any greener avocados in the back? Oh, Lord. I'm like, greener avocados? Because like, I got avocados come in all shades. I'm like, wait, wait, you mean like uh, less ripe ones? It's like, yeah, these are like, they're, they're ready for today. They're squishy. They're squishy. At I this need point, these... I'm not sure if she's an Instacart shopper or not. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll go check it out. I need them so for I Sunday. Huh? I need them for Sunday. Yeah, some shit like that. <laughs> they're good I now, go, but I need I them for Sunday. I go back, Eric, and grab a... I'm searching through all this shit, which you know, the back of a grocery store is, it's a jungle. Doesn't matter what department when you're in, you're not going to have an easy time finding yeah. whatever shit you're looking for, if you're looking for one specific item. Yeah, when the, when a customer tells me to go to the back, I just want to be like, yeah, you can. we can go to the back and you can kiss my cracker ass, bitch. I don't want to go to the back. <laughs> Eric, um, quick side note, uh, I often think of how you used to tell me at Walmart, you would say to a customer, I'll go back, I'll go in the back and check for you when they ask. And then you just go back there and fuck around for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, just find somebody to talk to. Yeah, I think about doing that all the time. But I'm, I'm... Well, like, you might, you might be actually able to find something. Yeah. Like, certain like stuff I... Walmart? Hell no. No, well, there's just certain stuff where it's just not even an option. Like, there's no back... But like certain stuff, I I knew actually knew where it was. I I would attempt, but the problem is like there's no good answer for that customer. Like I can't just be like, no, there's there's no point in me going back there because you know, like, do you understand this is Walmart? Like people shit. don't. No, they they think you can. 
Like they think everything's incredibly organized as if it's the airport baggage <laughs> claim back there. Yeah. No. It's not the airport baggage claim. It's a fucking zoo. Yeah. For it's unaware. So did you find the avocados or what? Oh, yeah. I, I know where the avocados are. They're just hard to get to. And then you... So I, 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 I rifle through the avocados. I find a crate of avocados that are nice and green and like they've been in the freezer for a long time. And they're not ripe at all. They're not going to be ripe for a long time. So I take those <laughs> out to her. I'm, I'm like, good, this is this is settling. Now I can get back to doing my shit because I'm trying to go on break soon, smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Uh, so I bring them out to her. It's like, oh, thank you so much. And she starts rifling through them. She's got her own private selection on top of the, what we got out there. Then three minutes later, she comes back. Like, oh my god! Like I was wondering if you have any that are a lit. Oh my if you god! Have any that are more ripe than this. Oh my god! I'm like, okay, so like, oh my god! I, 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 I'm genuinely down to help, Rob. Because whatever, I'm genuinely down to help, Rob. I'm like, okay, so you got the avocados out here, which are like too ripe for you. And you got the ones in back, which just aren't ripe enough. Not right? ripe enough, like, yeah, brother. I, I want some, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have them now. I'm like, yes, I got you. I yeah. got you. They're for Sandy. How do people in Denver, how does an old lady in Denver talk? Not not so much of the A's. I throw I throw Sundays and Mondays. Yeah. I throw, I, I throw it heavy at them, but. That's a Midwestern thing. Do they just, they're just old and decrepit and just. With no yeah, accent. I mean, some of throw some eggs in there, but... Okay, so, so I would have just been like, fine, come back with me, motherfucker. You can handpick your goddamn avocados. <laughs> so we can get on with so, our lives. So now she's got two crates of avocados, Eric. So did you go, did you go and get her some medium class, some, some B-class like, avocados? You basically got the two... Uh, shipments of avocados the new ones are like what i just gave her and the old ones are the ripe ones that are on the shelves so i go back i'm i'm molesting all the avocados now as well just to find one that has a little gift for yeah you've officially your uh covid19 principles are out the window yeah well i'm still wearing gloves don't get me wrong yeah well, but, I mean, now everyone molests the avocados. That's that's a co- that's a hot spot. Yeah, you better fucking wash them, bitches, when you get home. Yeah. So I bring her back out another one that has a little give, Eric. <laughs> yeah. How many did she need? Like, oh, this is perfect. Oh and she my starts God. rifling through them. I go back to doing my thing. She comes back again. A fourth one. A fourth time to come back. And she's like, do you have any more of the avocados like you just gave me? Like, not not the two ripe ones. How I'm many, like, what is this, the three fucking bears? How many does she need? How much so guacamole I, is she making? And before this, my manager told me to tell her, like, hey, if you don't want them to be ripe too quickly, just put them in the fridge. And I gave her that tip, and that wasn't good enough for her. So then I just bring her out three crates of avocados. There's six 
crates of avocados just sitting down in the middle of the fucking this aisle. This woman has mental in the issues, dude. Section. And this woman has just molested the entire bunch. She... She's wearing gloves, by the way. I should note that, but still. Well, gloves... gloves so, many, no. so much of my time and her time was wasted trying to find the perfect fucking avocado. This so, is a daily occurrence in the in this in the produce section, Eric. Something so, like this happens every day. I want to know how many this crazy fucking bitch left with. How many avocados? Less than ten. I counted oh the whole. Oh my god! Less than ten. All that for ten avocados? Not even ten, Eric. I would say maybe five. Oh my god! She's making a little. She rifled through about yeah. hundred fifty avocados for five. <sighs> to make like a. Like a cord of guac. Probably. Great fucking job. Unbelievable. That person has mental issues, dude. <laughs> Confirmed. You, you you do not do that. A normal person does not do that to somebody. I want to make this guy bring out six different crates of avocados so I can pick five perfect ones. By the end of it, even my manager's just like, just tell this is all we fucking got. Yeah, there's that at a point, and when you meet, read that point with somebody, it's like you're done. Yeah, like you have. A, she, she was so, she was a nice old lady, but at the same time, like good God. Yeah, you you've used me and ab- abused me. <laughs> like this is not a perfect world. You do not get the perfect avocado every time for your guac. Unbelievable. What? Well, um, dude, Christian just went over on a. I'm watching Backlash 2009. Okay. And Christian just went over on uh, Jack Swagger for the ECW title, and it was pretty cool. Hell yeah. Big finish. What did, what did he call that move? Oh, Kill Switch? Christian's move? Yeah, is that what it was called? Uh, what, what a terrible name, if so. I mean, it's professional wrestling, brother. There's two. Christian, you see, uh, made a re-debut on, on air. What? When? Oh, yeah, he did. Back. On Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, he's, he's been on WWE backstage as a, like a, just a, you know, as Christian. Yeah. Doing analysis and shit, but this is his first appearance on, on air that I've seen in a while. Yeah, and he basically, like, like tried to uh, light a fire up under Edge's ass by, like, saying he was washed up and shit, basically. Yeah, it was a tough love, rah-rah speech. Yeah. It, what, was that on Raw? Uh, yes. Okay. I don't remember a whole lot. I just figured, uh, do you have any extra things going on this episode? No, uh... Magic Milkman, Bert, uh, decided, uh, well, he didn't decide, he's got a busy weekend, so we decided that next week would be better. Yeah, For, yeah. Uh, what, what, what's the film that we'll be doing, Attic? Thunder uh, of Paradise? Well, the reason, the reason he's busy is because he's trying to watch every single Hulk Hogan movie ever made. Uh, that's a laundry list. So... Uh, we, we're gonna do, what we're gonna do, a teaser for next week is, you know what, Thunder in Paradise. Jeff, I'm gonna pull, hold on a second. I have audio, 
to inject here. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Here's with the magic, magic DJ. Okay, here we go. Nothing. Oh man, we've this is garbage, Jeff. I got nothing. I think you should. I think you probably couldn't hear it, but I think uh, I think it did record something. But it's definitely not loud enough for to be worth a damn. But it's well, called it's called Thunder in Paradise. It's about a couple of kick-ass dudes in a high-tech boat, speedboat. Oh hell yeah! And they go to, to rescue some like refugees or something and. Hogan does it all on his own, and then there's like a love interest, and I don't know, it's great. It, I loved it as a kid. I can't believe you, you've never seen it? I, I, I might have had a sleepover at the Tomlin house. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But I, I don't re- recall it. Maybe when I see it, I'll remember it. I think you will. There's a, He has a sidekick named Brew, who's like a tech whiz, <laughs> brother. And then Hulk Hogan's the... Uh, um, he's like the, you know, obviously the lead badass, and his name's Hurricane. Oh God, of course it is. Kiss by Hurricane. It's got some uh, ready-made music for the feature. It's great. I think you're really gonna enjoy it. So Thunder in Paradise, the first one, huh? Because it has sequels. Yeah, and then they tried like a TV series with it too, but just the original film is all I'm interested in. Nice, and uh, this isn't available on platforms, you gotta go YouTube? You gotta go YouTube, but the quality's not terrible, I don't know, I threw it on the PlayStation app, so I had it on the big screen, and it was okay. It was, it's still very enjoyable. Nice. I think it's gonna be, I think you guys are actually gonna like this one. Even, Hell yeah. Even though Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan has officially been cancelled, and I understand that, but... Yeah. We doesn't mean that I can't go back and laugh at some terrible Hulk Hogan movies. Yeah. I got, uh, I got Chris Jericho with the short hair. Uh, he wasn't the same with short hair. Versus... What? Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? Is this a real match? Huh? Yeah, you In think... 2009? Yeah, you think he's gonna wrestle, or is this like a little... Some kind of piece of business. Has to be some brouhaha, but <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I've never watched him yeah. that day. Yeah, this is the dark era for sure for us. Yep. Dude, as he, dark as the dark side of the moon sauce. He's got, I mean, he's got full wrestling gear on. I can't believe this. Uh, update to follow, Jeff. I'll keep you updated on what happens. Update, update to follow. But Eric... I think we need to get to, as far as wrestling, uh, the NXT pay-per-view. Yeah, I was going to say, if we don't have any extra... Um... Yeah, this is a match, Jeff. If we wow. don't, If we don't have any extra stuff to do, uh, I think we should probably just talk about TakeOver and then get into the breakdown of uh, Backlash. And then we can kind yeah, of... I don't think there's much extra this week. No. Nope. Um, there is before we. Uh, there is a new intercontinental belt. I think. Did you see that? No, it's been like that for a while. Oh, it has. 
Yeah. God damn it. They did a little switcheroo. I'm not sure when. I think Braun... Braun lives on Shinsuke and Hidden. No, I think Braun was the first one with that one. Braun. I don't know. The, the IC belt's been hidden. I'm glad they're yeah. trying to bring in prestige, which they seem to do biannually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked it on Sami Zayn, though. That's a shame that that happened. Yeah. Man, he looks pretty good in 2009, Jeff. Who does? Ricky. I wonder Ricky. how. Yeah, I wonder how old he is. He just he just did a cross body over the top rope. Oh, well, he wasn't 2009 when Flair had his uh, retirement match. No, uh, 12. Oh, okay, so I mean that kind of puts it into context. Yeah, like if Flair true. could still wrestle, then. Yeah. Yeah. Like and Ricky, I suppose. Yeah. It just sounds way past his time because, like, I never watched Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in my life. Well, I mean, I've seen his matches in hindsight, but, like... Yeah. No, we... He was before our era, for sure. Oh, yeah. And I haven't what, seen a ton was of he them. he ever in WCW sauce? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, early, like... I think that those were WCW events with the, uh... I don't know if they technically were or not. With I'm talking about the trilogy of Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, and Ric Flair. I think uh, technically that's NWA, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it's one of those situations. Yeah. But I'm not sure what it was under at that point, but it's possible for sure. I just watched uh, Clash of Champions 13, and that was like 91, and that was WCW branded. Oh, you said Clash of Champions, and I just thought, it, uh, I immediately thought of the WWE reboot. No, yeah, the the original stuff. And, uh, let's see. I know they had one of their trilogy matches in 89, and then maybe two more in 90. Or actually, let's see. Let's see, it was called Chi-Town Rumble. Chi-Town Rumble? That was the 89 one, so I'll look that up, and then we can figure out. Um, this is kind of a off on it, but I'm just curious now that he said that. Alright, so... Well, while you're looking that up, I, I would just say for the audience, the 12 listeners, thank you for listening during a pandemic to a podcast hosted by a couple of goofs and gas bags. Yeah, because the, pod, the podcast game is down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Due to COVID. That's alright. It's a fucking summer and there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Who wants to listen to a couple of yahoos like us? Yeah. Uh, it's just nobody... Uh, when when people weren't working, I think people are starting to get back to work, obviously. But when people weren't working, I mean, they don't listen to podcasts at home. You listen to it on the way to work and shit. Yeah. So it totally makes sense. Yeah, it throws off your, uh, your game. Um... April 2nd, so let's see. But, um, yeah, while you're, while you're looking that up, NXT in your house was what we were referencing. This was last weekend, and this was also a callback to the old WWF in your house things from what, well, I don't know when that was. That was also before I watched wrestling, but 
like we used to see the logos and shit back in the day. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I, I thought it was cool. I thought they, like the intro and everything. I thought they did a good job. Oh yeah, Every, everything as far as the production of this pay per view was spot on. It, I, I I absolutely loved the the old school like scenery where they just walk out of a curtain straight up and it's just supposed to be a garage. Like basically, instead of having a stage with all the lights and shit, you just have this crappy ass. Uh, essentially like a Hollywood set and it's supposed to be like a fake home with your fake front door, fake garage and then a window and in the window it says WWE in your house like in the old school 90s colors yeah yeah. and it was super badass bro I I loved it yeah I I think we need to go back to decorating all our pay-per-views with sets as compared to just Cheap. I mean, I I know they spend a lot of money on that lighting system, so might as well utilize it. But yeah, yeah. I, I love seeing the cheap set. Well, like <laughs> in in times like these, the set makes sense. I, I was so surprised that there wasn't a huge WrestleMania set. Yeah, that's a good point. I was so surprised because yeah. I think that just caught him off guard, and then apparently they had to film, you know, before the uh, uh, Florida state mandated uh lockdown happened in like march or whatever yeah before they made a call yeah uh so yeah this this these trilogy of matches was under the it was under wcw it was just like world championship wrestling national wrestling alliance you know it was like uh wcw nwa yeah it's kind of branded like that but yeah i'd say so yeah i'd say he was in wcw did you get the years of the trilogy? Um, two of the matches. Let's see. The first two were in '89, and then I should be able to see here. I feel like there was one in '90, but I can't find it. Well, shit, Eric. Well, I, it's just you know how the internet. Were, were were these all televised? Like we go back and watch all three of these. Oh yeah, you, have you ever done it? I, I I feel like I've I've done like a live watch on WWE backstage before where they're watching one of them. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I have not gone on my own independent network and looked it up. Oh yeah, definitely do it. It's definitely <clears throat> definitely worth a watch. I like the shy time. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's supposed to be literally like to this day some of the best matches ever. Yeah. Yeah, they, like, a lot of one people. Of those situations where they make each other better. For sure, you should definitely do that. I can't. I was trying to remember what uh, I watched something old school, <clears throat> and because uh, uh, it was what Jr. talked about in his podcast, and it sounded cool. Oh, that's oh yeah, that's right. I was talking about the Clash of Champions thirteen. I think that was a good one. Yeah. If, if you're looking for old school shit, that was like ninety one. So. If you're looking for old school shit, that was a good one. It had Tracy Smothers, which came to... We saw around here, like, on the indie circuit. Like, recently, so obviously he was old as hell. Yeah. But he was on that show. He was in the Wild Odd Southern Boys, which is, a like, a Confederate flag Southern group. That's not yeah. very... Not very tasteful for 2020. Nope, get with the times. But, uh, NASCAR's in front of you. Yeah, but in uh, in '91 it was flying. 
So let's talk. So yeah, what were you saying? In 2019, it was flying to an extent. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, what's your favorite match on the card there on Takeover? Well, everyone would like to say it's the main event, the women's triple threat, and that that was a fantastic match. But Eric, I, I gotta give the old tip of the cap to uh, the North American Championship, Johnny Gargano versus Keith Lee. Oh, yeah. That was a good match. Keith Lee was rocking the Black Lives Matter tights. Yeah, uh, the jacket, too, when he came in. Yeah, which is cool. I'm surprised uh, WWE let him do that. They seem to be tight-lipped on this issue. Yeah, it, 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 I, just, I was wondering which way they are going to play it, but... They, you know, they're they're a business, so they're kind of go where the wind blows. Well, you know what I mean. I would like to take this opportunity, Eric, to call out Triple H. Okay, call his ass, smoke his ass out. Triple H, <laughs> you wrinkly, browed, rugged, Paul Levesque, leather, looking like beef jerky. Yeah. I need to let you know, as COO, you know you know your father-in-law is not going to do shit to change. He's in Trump's back pocket. You got, if you have, if you have already, I don't know, I've done no research on this subject, but get your <laughs> ass up and make some fucking statements and try and fucking do something that matters for this movement. Don't just stand back and pretend that in kayfabe life, black lives are just not mattering. You know, because they fucking matter. Well, they said a, uh, they said, they had a statement, but it was just one of the generic ones, right? Oh, God. Didn't they have one? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I, like I say, I've done no research. This is reckless <laughs> calling out yeah. Triple H. Which is fine. Because I don't want him to beat my ass, but. I mean, well, you better fucking keep it 100 then. Cause he'll come, what? he'll come for you. He is the cerebral assassin. I'm keeping it on Triple H, <laughs> Paul, my man. You gotta, as COO, you you gotta be the one pulling the strings. Cause old man Vince ain't gonna do shit. I don't know Steph personally, but kayfabe Steph ain't gonna do shit. So it's up to you, buddy. Yeah, they they release times. They release. I remember reading it. I could probably find it, but they released a. Just a real generic one. Like, they they pulled a classic where you basically just say, like, we are pro-equality and we were we are pro-blah, blah, blah, and you never mention police brutality or Black Lives Matter. Yeah. It was, I think it was one of those. I, I, yeah. too, I, too, am reckless with this. Well, I just, want, I just wanted to put Triple H on notice. Yeah. If no one has yet. But, I mean, Keith Lee was allowed to uh, go on an NXT thing wearing that, so I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, if 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 that's part of their, uh, if that's what they're going to do, that's pretty cool, actually. I mean, just like, okay, well, we'll just let the, the wrestlers speak for themselves. Yeah. Which is cool. I think they did something on SmackDown, too, with uh, New Day, so if they're going to go that route, okay. 
I mean that that means a lot because a lot of the you know there's a lot of young people watching that these guys are like their heroes and shit. Yeah. Probably get you know might do more than a stupid social media post. Yeah. So that's one way to do it. Uh, I that's the only I think actually I saw another spoiler from the SmackDown that just happened. If you're interested. Sure. Because I thought There's it looked go home SmackDown. Yeah, I thought it looked hilarious, so I thought well, you might want to at least, uh, if you don't have time, at least check out this segment because, or actually, let's start with this. What happened with the Jeff Hardy legacy on last week's SmackDown? On last week's SmackDown. Oh, I remember. He had a uh, he had a very passionate promo. Yeah, saying that uh, he basically called out Sheamus for ambushing him. From what he recalled, Sheamus ambushed him. Yeah, he said somebody, there was a witness, and they said he had red hair and a red beard. Yep. So he just calls out Sheamus. Bullseye. Uh, What was that movie, Jeff, where he goes, Bullseye. Bullseye. Oh, God. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Whatever movie it is, the guy who says it has a bullseye on his forehead, literally, like, scarred into his forehead, you know? Like, right between the brows. So when he says he's like, bullseye! And then he, like, sticks his tongue, he's like, huh? Huh? And he's pointing to his own eyebrows. Just heavy-handed as fuck. Yes, we get it. You just, you hit a bullseye, you sniped a guy from far away, and then you said bullseye. Very, very clever. Bullseye. Bullseye. God damn it, that's going to drive me nuts. <laughs> Alright, but what were we talking about? <clears throat> hey, you completely distracted with Bullseye. We're, this is the show's in ruins. Did you? Uh, <clears throat> let me see here. We were talking about Jeff Hardy on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. Seamus. Yep, and yeah, because he had red hair, red beard, and then he gives his spiel, and then what? Seamus attacks him? Uh, he attacks Seamus first, like he, he bum rushes him when he's on the stage. Uh, but it backfires. Seamus just dominates him somehow. Okay, so he's not great at promos, and apparently he's even worse at ambushing people. <laughs> I mean, his promo wasn't terrible. No, no, and I, okay. I, I try to give him like a sliding scale. I know he's nervous as shit out there, but. Yeah, it was. It wasn't great. Definitely wasn't great, but it was all right. So, what what is the spoiler you heard from the Go Home SmackDown? So the Go Home uh, following this story, because it's, it's, I'll give it to him, man. We we debated if this was good or not, but it's got my interest. You know, are you? I don't know if you feel the same way. It's got what? I'm sorry, you cut out on me. Oh my! It's got my interest. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you're not. You're saying me. I mean, you know, you know, how I feel about Hardy doing this. Yeah, it's well, kind of, uh, weird and pitiful. Yeah, in a way, like the audience doesn't know how to feel. You, you can you can see when he's giving his promo, the audience, did, the the kayfabe audience didn't know how to react. Like they're just applauding him, like he was giving an award speech. Yeah. Well, on this, on the go-home SmackDown, uh, Sheamus springs a piss test on him. And so, oh, God. And somehow, like, 
<clears throat> somehow like Jeff agrees to it or like I don't understand that part at all but there's like a doctor in there with a jar of pee and like a a dip dipstick like the, I didn't see the whole I didn't see much you know but that's what I saw that sounds absurd <laughs> and I mean I don't like it but it sounds like classic absurd like this this storyline sucks Eric <laughs> This storyline this story is just pure chaos. It's terrible. You got a debuting veteran and another re-debuting veteran. And they don't know how to go out. They could just, like, glorify the old days, I guess. But instead, they're going down this weird hit-and-run, Jeff Hardy's a drunk type of scenario. But no, Sheamus is the one framing his ass. He's, pr- he's probably spicing the piss. Yeah, it's 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 definitely dumb as shit, like you said, but it's something different. So I guess that's why it's got my attention. I don't know. But I just thought that looked hilarious, a fake-ass doctor in the ring, so I'm kind of excited to see that. I mean, it's, it's, it's a stab in the dark, Eric. Yeah, throw some shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Uh, just ask people with sticks. Uh, see I think they don't stick, though. CM Punk is the current Money in the Bank champion from WrestleMania in 2009. Okay. And guess who he's facing here? The Big Red Machine. Is he in Mask? No, he's in, uh, like, he's still kind of holding on to the post-Burn victim thing. Like, he's got, like... Oh, the fat hick? Yeah, he's the fat hick, but he's got a little bit of, like, the eye makeup on where he's supposed to look a little weird. Oh, I didn't like that era one bit. And the shave of the head is a little, he's doing a little weird stuff with the hair. Oh, no. That was a dark era, Kane. Yeah. Thanks, Todd. You like, you like one arm, Kane. Sorry, the cat's playing with the fucking paper. <laughs> you like the you like the cane with one exposed arm. Huh? One arm cane? Yeah, wasn't that that was a good one. Oh, you mean the outfit, yeah. Yeah, that that was the best cane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's no one arm cane here. Anyway, Eric, we are we are sidetracked galore. Yeah. But Tell me, tell me what your favorite match of the NXT TakeOver was. It was definitely the, the main event. I thought the uh, Johnny Gargano, or uh, let's see. Yeah, Johnny Gargano and uh, Velveteen Dream, right? Or no, Adam Cole, baby. And uh, Velveteen Dream, that match was good. The backlot brawl? Yeah, I thought that was pretty entertaining. I was cool with that one. And then, it was entertaining, but uh, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, you can go ahead, because I didn't have really much to say about it. I just thought it was it was something different. Yeah, I was just going to say they didn't do, like, I love the scenery and the production and shit, but um, they didn't do, like, any real creative spots for what they had available to them, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I thought the uh, the main event was the best match, although I wasn't in love with the finish because... It didn't make sense. Like, Charlotte could clearly see... Excuse me. Could see everything that EO was doing. 
you know? Wait, what? Like, she could see everything that Io Shirai was doing, like, the finish. Like, you remember Charlotte had yeah. uh, Rhea in the, uh, uh, the figure eight, and then yeah. Io does a moonsault onto Charlotte, or onto uh, Rhea, and then covers Rhea to win the title. Well, but, Eric, I, I disagree. When the, when, well, not, not with the statement, obviously, but... Uh, when, when the figure eight gets locked in from the figure four, I think her head is looking like behind her. Her, her she she rolls yeah. her head back. I know that's what it, that's what would make sense, but they didn't do it like that. Like Charlotte was oh, like looking she at her. It up? Yeah, somebody did. I don't know. It just, uh, it just didn't look right. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't care for the ending. But the match was really how good. How about the result, though? I'm fine with that fine with that oh yeah yeah charlotte was just uh i understand what it's but i think it could have gone longer make it more credible yeah absolutely like if charlotte would have held it for twice the amount of time and then finally or maybe a couple Rhea matches down the road finally Rhea gets it just what oh, you're talking about the title reign running longer i thought you meant the match itself i'm sorry no i meant like make charlotte's reign longer that way, whoever beats him is like they climbed a huge mountain, and now the title means a lot more, and it it does its job. Because I mean, that's what they did. That's what they did with Charlotte. They wanted to just make the title look stronger. But, yeah, but um, also I think peeling back the curtains, I think uh, this was a change of plans type of thing. Like, yeah, they were originally wanting to make the NXT title stronger by having it with Charlotte for a while. Then uh, the man Becky Lynch got Prager's, and all of a sudden we seem to have a lack of credible uh, women faces on the main brands, especially on Raw. So all of a sudden, Asuka becomes a face, a full-on face instead of just a questionable face, like super face, and gets the Raw title. But that's not enough. Yeah, they need competitors. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I bet you're right. I don't, I don't, Char- Charlotte's still going the face rule. They're still turning in her face because they're they're losing. They they don't have a lot of faces. They got a lot of heels. Bailey and Sasha are both heels. Lacey's not quite there yet. Uh, Naomi's just being dumped on. <laughs> uh, Nia Jax is a, a for, forever heel. Yeah, yeah, she's. Alexa Bliss is in a tag team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. That's a good call. So that's what I think happened there. And, uh, like, having EO pin Ripley to lose the title loses Charlotte no credibility. But here's my question, Eric. Okay. Does he... <laughs> Charlotte is a eight-time champion? Um, yeah, I think so. Are you, you're, you're grouping them all in together? That's that, that was gonna be my next question. Like, do, do the, does the NXT Women's Championship count, or has it counted in the past to a title count? I don't know. Let's look. It's a good question, but I think it has. So that doesn't seem fair. No, it doesn't seem right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but they need to. They really need to blow up that thing with. Uh, we need to get that. 
Sasha Banks Bailey thing rolling. Yeah, absolutely. And when it does, Eric, I don't know. I think I know what side you're going on, and I think I'm going on the other side. What do you Believe mean? it or not. What do you mean? Uh, you signed with the the boss, right? The blueprint <laughs> on who should be the who should win. Well, just when, when the Sasha Bailey thing actually happens, and si- sides are being picked. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably go boss. I think I'm still going Bailey, but God, is her music awful? Her heel music is yeah. just terrible. Yeah, and she's just been it for so long. She's been the champ for a long time. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, I don't, I'm not hating on her. She's done an alright job. But I, I think it could be, like, I think you might remember this run if her and Bailey have, like, a good six, or her and uh, Sasha have, like, a good six-month thing, you know, a real thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's absurd how, they, how much they keep teasing it without giving us the actual breakup. Like, when it comes, it's just going to be massive. I hope so. Remember, they fucked it up last time. Yeah, they completely fucked up. Uh, so... Therapy. Okay, so she's been Raw Women's Champion four times. And the inno- in which she was an inaugural holder. The SmackDown Women's Champion a record five times. So that's nine. Nine? Yeah, that's nine of the main roster. And would win the NXT title a second time in 2020. Making her a record 12-time world champion. So yeah, they're basically doing, like... They're doing what they always do. Like, they did it with Ric Flair, too. But no, there's no NXT in Ric Flair's time. He was a 16-time champion. It was (laughs) NWA. Okay, I get what you're, you're saying. Like, you have to be a world champion, like... Yeah, you gotta be in the big leagues. That's yeah. like saying, hey, the Peoria Rivermen were the champions. Yeah, but of the Kelly Cup. Yeah, no, you're right. But I think on TV they only say nine, so I think they're... I've never heard 12. That's just a Wikipedia thing. Okay. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I would say nine because if it's 12 already, then slow your motherfucking roll, Charlotte. It's You've never heard 12 on TV, have you? I don't think so. I don't think so either. No, I think they say. Yeah, I just want to clarify that because I was thinking about that this week with their most recent NXT title run and NXT trying to be a main brand in itself like ECW was back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's kind of cr- I mean, I don't know. She... 2000, I don't know when her debut was. I mean, it's happened fast. Uh, debuted in 2012. So, eight years. That was WWE debut? Yeah. Good God. So, so yeah, like eight years. Nine, nine world titles. But, I mean... She just, she, I don't know. She, she might, she is really good. I think Rhea Ripley's really good, too. I think she's the only other person that fights, like, a, like... She looks like a man, like how Charlotte does, you know? Like how they actually look like they're beating people up. Just like they fight more in a masculine style. Yeah, Rhea Ripley does the same thing. I don't know if it's because they're just big and it's it's easier to look powerful, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that probably has quite a bit to do with it. 
Yeah, I mean, like, somebody like Io Shirai is just so small that maybe it's impossible for her to throw that weight around, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. But I thought of one thing... But, I mean, Naya doesn't have that. No, she doesn't. That's why why I think it's... it's, Maybe it is something special with those two. Yeah. Because Rhea has... She feels the same way. Like, she looks strong in the ring. Oh yeah, yeah, she does. I mean, the few matches I've seen from her, yeah, she she she's solid. Um, but one thing I noticed, I wanted to run it by you. Uh, have you noticed that Charlotte hasn't hit a moonsault in like months? Like it's always knees up. Oh really? Yeah. I've not noticed that, Eric. Very marky of you. Well, I think, what if they're doing, like, the classic flair thing? Because remember when Rick always went up to the top, he always got thrown off. <laughs> so that's, that's like... How long is it going to take for them to trade us on that, though? Oh, like, like that, that, that Charlotte never hits the moonsault? Yeah, it'd take, like, five years at least for people to be like, Oh, she's going for the moonsault, she's going to biff it, watch this. Yeah, uh, I think, I'm for it, though. Yeah. I think that well, I, mean, I think that, that was kind of a Flair would play with his own personality, to make like make himself look weaker, uh, dumb to get to get a rise out of the crowd. I, I don't see that from uh, Charlotte. I don't see that playing into a personality. Well, it, it kind of works because she's cocky, so she just even though she never hits it, she every time she thinks she will. That's true. That's so, a good point. <laughs> so, so maybe maybe it does work. I don't know, I just, I've been noticing it, and I was like, oh, maybe that's what they're doing, it's kind of cool. It is a pretty moonsault. Um, so yeah, so that was, that was anything else from, uh, that one, before we go on to Backlash? From what, Smackdown? Yeah. No, 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 like, uh, TakeOver. Oh, TakeOver? Um, oh yeah. You texted me saying there's some hubbub about uh, 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 Killer Cross. What's his name? I don't Karrion know. Cross. Yeah, his new name's like Carrion Cross or something. Carrion Cross's entrance was all the all buzz on the internet, huh? This was like when he debuted, but I never watched. I wasn't watching NXT at the time, and then so we got to witness the entrance here, and uh, I was just like, eh. I gave it a man. Yeah. Like we talked. Okay, so I, I thought you were trying to like compare it to the uh, some of the great entrances. Like I thought people were saying it was one of the great entrances of all time. Well, people. I mean, you know, there's gonna be <laughs> there's people like that. I saw some shit like that. Like, oh, this is such a unique entrance, but it's really like, no. Nah, I mean, you just put the hot, the smoking hot blonde in front. <laughs> Singing the song, like, yeah, she's hot. But it, it felt like it was more her entrance than his. Absolutely, yeah. Like like I said, um, besides Scarlet in the smoke, like, Cross isn't doing any shit for himself, like, to get me hype. All he's doing is standing there looking stoic. I can't even yeah. see your face. Show us your face! It's so annoying how, yeah, it's so annoying how Vince always changes everybody's names. That just drives me nuts. Why, did his name change? 
Well, he yeah, he was Killer Cross on the Indies, and now he's wait, are you serious? Yeah, and now he's Carrion Cross or something. I, I, I just threw Killer Cross out there because I knew it started with a K. What are the odds of that? That's a guess. Well, I mean, it, yeah, it makes sense for a wrestling name, but like that's okay. It's still a good name. Yeah. Like I don't know. I think it's cooler than Carrion Cross or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, the name's Whack, and uh, his match sucked. I was looking forward to Champ and doing some good work, and instead Champ had just got jobbed to this cross fella, and I was not impressed. That was the worst match on the card. Yeah, and she used to be uh, Scarlet Bordeaux, the smoke show, and now she's just Scarlet. It's like, okay, what a downgrade. Like, he had this, he had this elaborate name. Which was cool. Like, it, it was cool. I mean, it was Killer Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux, and now it's Carrion Cross and Scarlet. I don't know. That has house show written all over it. <laughs> yeah, it does. God damn it, Vince. Why do you, why do you compartmentalize these people like this? It's like a flower, just let it bloom, damn it. JR always talks about it. He says, like, Vince, and, he, and since then he, he you know... He's learned his lesson a little bit, but he always said Vince uh, always made everybody change their name, so it was like, you know, he it was his creation now. Like, he didn't want to bring an outside name in, and you know what I mean? Like, if they use their old name, then it's not my creation kind of deal. Is that for legal rights, or is that just stubbornness? I think it was a lot of stubbornness. I think it's the wrestler's decision as far as the legal thing. Yeah. But, I don't know. But, yeah. Eric, before, before we get to uh, Backlash Prediction Show, I'm done with wrestling from this week, but we did hear a story on the Levitard show about uh, certain Rob Gronkowski and Vince McMahon coming out from behind the scenes. Do you, do you want to share this story? Yeah, so <laughs> Rob Gronkowski was... Uh, Apparently a huge uh, cocksucker at WrestleMania tapings because he didn't want to do this stunt where he dives off of a platform like a cross body into a group of wrestlers. You know, a classic move where like all the guys at the bottom basically catch you and fall backwards. Um, yeah, where you have like a, a dog pile of people yeah. gathering around and you're wondering as a viewer why they're gathering around it. See the fact that someone's flying in with the crossbody. Yeah, a move that anybody would do, anybody would die to do. Any mark, you know, like get the fuck. Like this just shows you that Gronk's no fucking wrestling fan. Because there's not a single wrestling fan in the world that wouldn't jump off of the. I mean, it wasn't that high. I mean, it's like what? What's the worst that's gonna happen? You bump your elbow. Yeah. You get a little cut. Like, get the fuck out of here. Anyway, Gronk was making a big stink about it. Like, it wasn't safe. So Vince McMahon fucking put his balls in his mouth and jumped. And Vince, Vince's old 74-year-old ass jumped off the balcony himself. Just to basically, like, just basically to call him a pussy. That's he not- basically is like, here, this is, it's so safe, I'll do it. And then went up there and his old ass with... All the sanitizer in the world did a crossbody himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which 
Confirmed from Jim Ross that I've heard him talk about this several times. He has a habit of doing this. This isn't his first time uh, showcasing a stunt to prove that he wouldn't ask anybody to do anything he wouldn't do. So if guys think, oh, I won't do it, he'd say, oh, yeah, well, I'll do it. So like That's the George mentality. <laughs> yeah. So I just love that story because, you know, you know how the football – football crowd thinks of professional wrestling jeff yeah it's a, it's a bunch of pussy shit yeah it's a bunch of sissy boys and then here he is the the gladiator rob gronkowski from the, the big, gladiator of the nfl the toughest badass the polar bear of football yeah the big bad nfl tough guys and they can't keep up with the wrestling sissies you know what i mean a little jump off a of plat it's just it was a pathetic story I, I was, it really is pathetic, and I was telling Eric when I had heard about the story, Gronk probably hasn't even started working out on the level that these fucking WWE superstars and legends are working out. Like, he looks frail. Tough Enough will teach you, first day of Tough Enough, that you need to be in fucking super shape. Yeah, like, true. If you think you're in great shape. Not good enough. Yeah, and if you and if you don't know, then Triple H will lean on the ropes and tell you. He will tell you. <laughs> One of your testicles is popping out, by the way. Yeah. Right now, Jeff, on Backlash uh, 2009, we have Matt versus Jeff Hardy. Matt versus Jeff? Yeah. Oh, man, when worlds yeah. collide. When worlds collide. So, um, so yeah, fuck Rob Gronkowski. Uh, stay out, stay out, stay out of my wrestling. The story, Eric, was an anonymous, uh, WWE superstar. I'm curious if you have any thoughts on who this is, but I'm going to paraphrase this quote, but he said, essentially he said, uh, well, I'm glad he's gone. We're better off without him ever being here in the first place. I think he called him a clown without that clown. Absolutely. He called him a clown. Uh, Randy Orton. Uh, My guess would have been KO. Oh, Kevin Owens for sure. Sami Zayn. That immediately came to mind when I heard yeah. the quote. I'm like, that's got to be KO. KO, Zayn. Uh, who else has that? D-Mac. Kind of... Yeah, D-Mac might do that for sure. KO. Orton t- definitely would. He's, he's like the hierarchy. The Yeah, Roman Reigns. I don't know if he'd have that. He might be. He might be not really. I don't know. Him. Rain seems a little more diplomatic than that. Yeah, he might be. Uh, who did Kevin Owens just straight roast? I sent you that message. Who was he talking about? Jackson Hayes from Forgotten Sons. Oh God, he flamed his ass. He flamed his ass because Jackson Hayes sent out during the protests, the Black Lives Matter movement, when it's first getting underway, sent out. Some thank God we have such a great leader in the White House with the serious like tone or some God bless America, you know. No, he threw in his uh, his wrestling gimmick. He was like, yeah, he said that. Like he praised Trump, and then he said, uh, "Never forgot, forgotten." Yeah, yeah, and and Ko just fucking flamed him. He was like. Uh, the freedoms you speak of give you the right to like whoever you want. I'm not here to, to uh, say you can't. 
But the fact that you injected your wrestle your shitty wrestling gimmick into these times is disgusting or something. Or is fucking pathetic. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is true. It's so true. That just gave me more reason to hate the Forgotten Sons, personally. Oh, but. yeah. If KO hates him, I'm in. Yeah. Damn it, I'm uh, in. I'm behind KO. Oh, every time. So, yeah, you're done to me, Forgotten Sons. You have officially been forgotten. Yep, see ya. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into Backlash, Jeff. We're running a little long. Oh, yeah, we are. I got the gas bag. We're at an hour. That's okay. We don't have much left. We just got predictions here. Uh, Backlash tomorrow, Sunday, or probably by the time you hear this today. This will be the Backlash, <laughs> the Backlash preview show. Uh... And we have seven matches on the card. Um, where should we start here? Let's go with a non-title match. Let's go, or no, let's go with a title match. Let's go Apollo Crews versus Andrade. Okay, before we get started, I just want to update you with the overall score. Okay, yeah, good idea. Of our predictions... The overall score, we have 201 matches predicted, you and I do. I have 121 matches correct. Eric has made a strong push with his, with the money in the bank, and he now leads with 122. Still not, still tight-knit, but oh. I've been leading for like the past half year, so this is, yeah. this is solid news. That was a big night for me. I think, didn't I get them all? Uh, besides Alistair Black and AJ. That's true. Okay. That was, okay. So yeah, I've pulled ahead. This is, that is big news, because you were leading for a long time. Yeah, and Eric has squirmed his way in front. Alright, so, well, this uh, yeah, is... A... We want to get down with the U.S. title match first? Yeah, this is a big night then for predictions. This is Apollo Cruz, current champion versus Andrade, with Zelina Vega on side, of course, for the U.S. title. Uh, you can go first this time, Jeff. Gotta stick with Cruz. He's the new champion. Absolutely. Put me down for Cruz. Can't can't do it. You, you gotta go Cruz right now. We, we've seen Andrade. Actually, Andrade's been shoved down our throats pretty good. And, like, they're, they're teasing friction in that shit as well. Exactly. So, yeah, give me give me Apollo all the way. Um, let's go another title match, a triple threat tag match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Yes, we, we didn't get to this, but this was made official this week, I think on Raw. After last week on SmackDown, uh, Bailey and Sasha, for those of you who want to skip SmackDown, Bailey and Sasha won the tag titles off of Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Yep. So your current champions are Bailey and Sasha, and Bailey is also a double champ. Bailey two belts. I'm sorry, Becky. I didn't mean that. Yep. But, uh, so who who is in this match? It's um Iconics, uh Bailey and Sasha, and then Bliss and Cross. Yeah, the whole division. That really is almost the whole division. Yeah. Who are we missing? Nia and Tamina. Are they? They're not a thing, are they? Not currently. But if you want to take literally the whole division, 
Historically, <laughs> well, I guess. Historically. The entire active division, yes. I was going to say, this is it, right? This is the entire active division. Am I missing anybody? The... I thought for a hot second that Asuka and Flair were going to get in on that. Oh, yeah. No? And Kabuki, Kabuki's dissolved? Kabuki's dissolved, but, I mean, just the way it was laid out on Raw with their ship being interrupted by Sasha and Bailey, I thought somehow uh, Charlotte and Oscar were going to form a team since they didn't have shit to do for this pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, this one, I don't know, man. I feel like I could see Bailey, Bailey and Sasha dropping it in a, in a tiff. On a bogus, you know, something bogus. This isn't the the major breakup, but this is uh, the first one of the first big cracks in the foundation. Cause, oh. I, cause I don't think I don't feel like they need the titles. So no, the only reason I think they have the titles is to yeah to form the rift when they inevitably lose them. But does it happen this quick? I will say. It does, and it goes to the Iconics, two-time champs. Coming, coming from an Iconics mark, Eric. Coming from a real mark. <laughs> I was actually leaning the same way as you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going Iconics. I think the, their re-debut uh, is going to go for not if they don't have the titles. I just hope this doesn't mean that like Bliss and Cross are dissolved because I like them as a duo. Well, yeah, let's hope so. I mean, we need a, we need more, not less. Yeah, yeah, we, we can't be shrinking <laughs> the division. Yeah, because Sasha and Bailey are about, they're going to dissolve eventually, like we said. Uh, okay. I, we both have the Iconics becoming the Iconic two-time women's tag team champions. Yeah, they won their, it was at WrestleMania, right? Yeah, and they beat Sasha and Bailey for it, ironically. Iconically, ironically. Yeah. That was, I actually liked that moment. So that was WrestleMania 35. Yes, that was 2019 WrestleMania. Alright, let's go. What else we got here? Let's let's stick with the women. Let's go Asuka, current champ versus Nia. Uh, just a regular... Oh, I forgot Asuka did have a match. God, that's how much I dismiss Nia Jax. Yeah. Don't... <sighs> yeah, don't destroy Asuka, please. Seriously. <laughs> She's one of the best ones we got. Singles match for the WWE Raw Women's title. Who you got? Asuka, baby. Yep, I agree. Put me down for Oscar. I love her charisma. She came on Raw this week, interrupting Flair's serious uh, interview, just like shimmying in, just shimmy, 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 like going side to side, like dancing with the belt, smiling and shit. Yeah. Flair's like, you ever take anything seriously? And Oscar just hits her with a slap, and I forgot what her tagline was. Uh, she made the tagline in English after the slap. She did. I don't know though. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, a rematch is definitely brewing between Charlotte and Asuka for the Raw Women's title in the future. Asuka all the way. Okay. Nice. Get out. Yeah. Be gone. Step back. Get in the tag division. Jeff Hardy. Huh? Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. 
uh, in a pitch desk match. In a in a just regular old grudge match. I'm gonna go. Let's see. I feel like Shane. I don't know. We don't know who stood tall on last night, so that makes it harder. But I put me down. Uh, for Jeff Hardy. Okay. I will. I will go with the uh, five, with the rooster man. Here comes the rooster. Yeah, here comes the rooster. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a split for me. I can see where you're coming from, no doubt. Well, who won the last one? The last match? Yeah, and Jeff Hardy's debut. Didn't he take on Sheamus? His re-debut at Money in the Bank or whatever? No, it was like in the Intercontinental title tournament, right? Oh, that's right. And Jeff Hardy won that. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. You probably got me on that one. That's a good call. Oh, well. I'm sticking with it. Uh, we'll go... Braun Strowman versus Miz and Morrison. That what did you think of their goofy stuff on SmackDown last week? Uh, Raw is too long. That's why I kept thinking. I the thought, entire Raw. I just kept thinking this like this needs to be changed as soon as the contract ends. Like stop it. Oh, you mean no? That was on SmackDown, right? Was it? I'm sorry. Yeah, Braun and Braun's a SmackDown. Yeah, you're guy. right. I'm still thinking Raw is too long. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I, I know what you mean. It wasn't there were spots that weren't great, but I thought it was I was okay with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a pass for sure because I hate the Performance Center, as you know. Yeah, I so, mean, <laughs> as a whole, I would say it was good. I just wish uh, it did something a little better. Basically, the first prank was a little protein shake fizz, which. Okay, that that didn't do shit for me. What he got a little wetness on his hand. Yeah, that was bad. And the second prank was the interviewer Charlie or whoever. It was the slime was meant for Braun, but it hit the interviewer, which pissed Braun off more just because she was embarrassed. Yeah, it hit Kayla, and he, and he said uh, it was hilarious. Me and Samantha kept rewinding it, like the camera switched over, but you could still hear Braun. He's like, oh, "Are you okay, Kayla?" Are you okay, Kayla? It was so weird. Uh, it was just... It's it it forced. Yeah. wasn't great. But then Prank 3 went from 0 to 100 when all of a sudden they just decided uh, Big Lebowski-style bashing bronze windshield for no reason. <laughs> yeah. You know what? All they had to do to make this whole thing work is they're both in the van drinking... And just it starts out with a couple harmless planks, and by and by the end they're just hammered, and they just decide to beat the shit out of his car. Just like APA style shit. Yeah, just like they're just like apes, like frat boy though, frat boy style <laughs> apes. Oh, they would. Put the, I mean, I love their personalities. They're great. Morris, Morrison's killing it. Yeah, I, I give it a pass. I, I liked uh, at the very beginning; it was hilarious. They're like watching Braun on the monitors. Before their first prank, and Miz is just like, you know, obviously laying it on thick. Like that's that's part of the joke, so I understand it. And yeah. he, and he's like overly laughing, and then he just says, 
we're gonna make this guy's life a living hell. Yeah. <laughs> I just liked that, because... I mean, just to, just to laugh uh, maniacally about making some guy's life miserable... In professional yeah, wrestling. Bam Margera vibes, Attic. Yeah, in professional wrestling, I, I appreciate Yeah. So, who you got there? It's a two-on-one handicap match. For the title, by the way. The fact that it's for the title can almost tell you the winner. I would go with Braun. Exactly. 100% Braun. Okay, we have two more matches. We will go first, DMAC. Current champ versus Bob Lashley. Uh, and I miss Rusev saying Bob Lashley. <laughs> we're, we're, we're here with Lashley a team? No, when... No, remember he he had a feud with Bobby Lashley over Lana. Oh, and, yeah, we just called him Bob. And he kept calling him Bob Lashley, and it was amazing. But, uh, yeah, we got Bob Lashley versus D-Mac, WWE title. You know where I'm at. You take it off on my boy, I'm going to be furious. Put me down for D-Mac. Hell yeah. And as much as I love Bobby as the local, as apparently Denver's own, uh, I got to go D-Mac. It's D-Mac 2020. Yep. And then, uh, you can't forget, Jeff, the final match. The greatest wrestling match ever. Oh, Jesus. Edge. Randy Orton. The audacity. I know we spoke of this last week, but the audacity. The unmitigated gall. Yeah, the unmitigated gall of calling this match, promoting this match as the greatest match ever. And then furthermore, like, say that in kayfabe, like, have... Christian asking Edge, like, how are you going to live up to the pressure to deliver the yeah. greatest match ever? <laughs> yeah. I'm just wait, not... Wait, wait, These people aren't even counting that they're going to put on the greatest match ever? What was Dana White all of a sudden in charge of the WWE trying to oversell and overhype everything? It's, uh... I told you, uh... that dingbat Sam Roberts suspicion was that it's going to be like a a complete like they're the reason they're doing that is because it's going to be anything but like it's going to be like a 30 second match or something stupid will happen which at this it's point worked. yeah which is this point i don't care like i don't know about you but this this has this storyline hasn't worked for me no i cared uh before wrestlemania they did a good job but this match is a no care for me I don't put Edge in the uh, top five active wrestlers, even. And then the go- the, the unmitigated goal, Eric, to have a uh, dog. Yeah. A uh, dog. Come on, Raw. Kurt Angle. One of the greatest. He, he's a gold medalist, Eric. He won a gold medal with a broken a freaking neck. neck. Yeah, a broken freaking neck, if I recall. And they have him, like, get on and shamelessly plug this as the greatest match ever when he knows damn well it's not. Yeah. And he's like, how are they going to do it? And he kind of he kind of gave us a peek behind the scenes. It sounded like at first he was talking like, well, you got to kind of work with each other. Like, wait, what? 
Yeah. You gotta work with each other. What are you talking about, Angle? Yeah. This is kayfabe, man. Yeah. Don't be don't be doing that, Angle. You're losing your marbles over there, brother. <laughs> uh, so who do you got here, Jeff? Angle went edge, but I don't trust <laughs> that shameless plug. I'm going with the Peoria, Illinois debut. Yep. The man that talks to snakes, RKO, the Viper, Randy Orton. I agree. Put me down for Orton because if Edge wins, there's no... uh, Speaking of Randy Orton, I got him on my screen. (laughs) Of course you do. He's cutting a promo right now. But uh, put me down for Orton because if Edge wins, I mean, that'd be both matches. Now what? There's no fire under his ass. He's got to lose. He's got to think he sucks again. He's got to say, I don't know. I just don't know if I'm the same man as I used to be. You know what now, I mean? Now, Eric Crockbett, will there be a top rope superplex in this match? Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I, I would, I would yeah. bet yes. Put me down for that. yes, just because I'm being hopeful. Uh, when I look at this card, though, Jeff, it's kind of interesting what goes on in my head. What's that? It's just like, I don't really know what I care about here. Uh, besides, for like I said, for some reason I care about Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. You got, you got lured in. I got, yeah, I got lured in. With all the drugs and gluttonous yeah. behavior, you got lured in, Eric. And I'm, I did get lured in, and, and I guess I'm excited for the Apollo Crews to make sure he retains. Braun, I, I, I actually got most excited for the women's triple threat out of nowhere. The uh, the tag match? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That, that could be cool, especially if it works out how we thought. That would be really cool. A little riff in the story with Bailey and Sasha, and then the Iconics win. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, you're right. That's pretty cool. Let's hope so, because, uh, yeah, Braun versus Miz and Morrison isn't going to cut it unless there's some shenanigans. Yeah, if they go... I really hope there's shenanigans. If they go the comedy route and it works a little bit, then I'll be fine with it. Yeah, but a straight handicap match where, you know, Braun just overcomes adversity and beefs his way into a title, that's not, not going to do it. Yeah. So there you have it. That's Backlash this Sunday. Special start time, 7 p.m. Eastern. The greatest wrestling match ever. For dopes. You dopes. Uh, One thing I wanted to add before we leave real quick, Jeff. I've been watching uh, The Undertaker docs. Have you? Yeah, and what I have to say is confirmed uh, Undertaker's going out versus AJ. Was that revealed? I, I stopped after an episode and a half just because, uh, you know, no, it's not. Shit going on. It fell by the wayside. Yeah, no, it's not confirmed. At least I, I, I think I'm the same way. I think I got through two of them. I don't think I, it's been, I don't think it's been confirmed. This is just my, my professional, uh, prediction is confirmed. Oh, uh, the regular speculation, huh? Yeah. Because even, even they show a clip of him talking even before the Boneyard match and said, like, like after the WrestleMania match with Roman, he was like, that's that's one I never got to work with that I really wish I did. He's like talking, yeah. about, he's talking about AJ. Yeah. 
And after he, you might have, you might have a good point there, Eric. It's it's got to be it, dude. Like he he's obviously we're, we're in no position to tell him when to stop, and obviously that's what the whole documentary is about. Yeah. So everybody understands like he's got to make that decision, but this is it, dude. You got to go out with AJ. You know, next WrestleMania is fine or whenever you want to do it, but it's got to be AJ. Like you saw what happened with the Boneyard match. It was it was. It was, you know, it's the best thing that's happened in 2020, in my opinion. Is that wild? Yeah, very well be. Yeah. So, it's, uh, he, he saw how well-received that was. I mean, just, it's got to be AJ. And if, even if he wants to do a classic in-ring, which is how it should be done, like, even though he is old, like, you got to go out, just old-school in-ring match. And it's got to be fucking AJ. Hopefully with a crowd next year. Yeah, if there's no crowd, don't do it. No, yeah, you gotta you gotta leave on a crowd, so you you, you gotta wait and see if that's gonna happen or not. But it's gotta be AJ. There's nobody else. He's he's small. He's a the consummate professional. Yeah, he may <laughs> he'll put you over. Yeah. So that's what I think. So I just wanted to, I wanted to put that out there. Hope that's how he decides to end it. Cool. Well, we we got. We got backlash. We got Taker Docs, and uh, next week we got the Magic Milkman Burt doing Thunder in Paradise. Yep, look it up on YouTube if anybody wants before the review. And like I said, this one is actually fun to watch. It's not as the last one we did was terrible. Like it was hard to watch, in my opinion. This, this is a good watch. This is a good watch. This is you smoke a bowl of this, and just chill out and watch. Uh, just a ridiculous movie about a very high tech boat and a couple of badasses and some <laughs> and some hot chicks, bro. Lots of hot chicks, rock and music, beaches, water, boats. It's got everything. Oh yeah. Sounds like a night. Okay. Alright, Jeff, anything else? Keep your eye on the ball. That's right. Keep your eye on the ball. Dave Chappelle's uh uh, special uh, that was on I just watched on YouTube I don't know if it was on Netflix or whatever but definitely worth a watch thought it was really good absolutely Sarah's, it's a good vantage point to look it's a good lens to view this shit through yeah it's just a real easy uh, you know from a comedian that understands his place and it's just it's really good I, I was so Sarah Spain had some terrible comments about it. Did you see that? No, I have not. Very disappointed. You might not even want to read it. It's sickening. Well, she's a Cubs fan. <laughs> exactly. She basically is like... She tra- She didn't really trash him, but she's... Her first point was she was mad he didn't mention any women that this happened to. And any, women he, any woman he did mention was a bitch or a cunt. Uh, which, fair, I guess, but... The thing is, he he did a half-hour special. I mean, if you want to list off every black person that got harassed or beaten or killed by the cops, you could talk for the next 20 years. Yeah, seriously. So I, I can't really blame him. He focused on the big, big names that we all knew about, the big cases. Yeah. So I don't really have anything. And then he, she took what he said about George Zimmerman out of context. He, she acted like he said that he didn't hate him, which isn't what he said. 
It was just a little joke. He said, I hate George Zimmerman. Well, I hate the thought of George Zimmerman. I've never met him, but I sure, I'm sure I would. Yeah, yeah. It was just yeah, a, it's a joke with him, just him talking. He's, he's a comedian. Yeah. So, and then the female thing, and I don't know. And then she said, uh, this said something that was edited out about uh, maybe something about, you know, the gay community, uh, about that one guy. Um, I don't remember who it was that said that was like calling people out for not making statements. And Dave Spell's like, I wish you would have said me. Oh, yeah, Don Levin. Yeah, I don't know if he is gay or what, but she said there's a part that's edited out of the special where Dave Chappelle makes a couple of gay jokes or something, you know. And it's like, at that point, it's like, you you don't understand comedy. And, like, aren't you doing exactly what Dave Chappelle railed against? Like, you're going to tell a black man how he should feel or think about this? Yeah. That's just way out of line. Like, I'm pretty sure he can feel however he wants about it. Absolutely. I mean, that's what the whole special was about. It was about how he didn't make an official statement because he's a celebrity and what the fuck's it matter. And the, the, community's, the community's doing a huge thing already. He doesn't. They don't need his help. Yeah. It's, it's time for the community to talk, not the celebrities. Yeah. So it was cool. So if you haven't seen that, it's called, it's called The Time, you know, that... 846. 846. It's a good one. It's like... It's, it's not, if, you're, if you're expecting something funny, then don't expect it, because it's 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 all on this matter. He just throws in a couple of uh, laugh, laughters in there. Yeah. But not for me at all. It's yeah, just no. him sharing some thoughts. Yeah. So yeah, if you're looking for something to watch, watch that for sure. It was really good. Half an hour, totally worth it. And... Uh, and then Backlash. Enjoy Backlash, Jeff. Hell uh, yeah, we will. Alright. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't we understand. Start calling I, it the, now I don't, now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. 